Hey guys, kia ora, whakalofala hiatu, and no mai huki mai ki toku podcast, Life Lessons with Leash. Before I get into today's episode, it is so, so important that I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is recorded on the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to you, to your elders, past, present and emerging and I'm so, so grateful to now call Australia home. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Yo, if you haven't already clicked, my name is Leish and I am your host. I am a proud Nguyen Māori wahine toa. I am a mentor, a body confidence coach, and I help plus-size women learn to love and accept their beautiful plus-size bodies. This is something I am so, so passionate about because for years, for most of my life, I hated what I saw in the mirror. Now let's get into the episode, shall we? Let's get into it. Let's go. Hey guys, kia ora, kia ora, kia ora, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here. I am back home in the office um, from a holiday. I had a beautiful holiday to New Zealand, and then I also went on a cruise um, for nine days to celebrate. Um, one of my best friend's mom's getting married, and she was kind of like a mother, well, she is uh, like a mother figure um to me I don't think I really talked about this but there was a point where I was homeless and um my best friend kind of took me in and her family took me in um and which is crazy because I was thinking about it on that trip so I watched them get married and stuff like that she did such a beautiful speech this was in Vanuatu at the most beautiful resort um, and she did her speech and she was like, my fungi daughter. And I was like, oh my gosh, like just reminiscing on kind of, you know, the, the hard moments that she was really there for me and the family was there for me. They're like family. Um, but yeah, it was just so beautiful. And I was thinking about a time and, you know, I said this to her as well. I was like, fuck, like, you know, when I didn't have a home, you guys gave me a home. I was, so I met my best friend at, I was working at Qantas uh, in the call center at the time and we became friends and like we weren't even friends for long before she offered that I moved into her house because I needed a place and I lived in her garage and it was just, yeah, it's crazy. Like just being, you know, they actually treated me like family. Like I wasn't just some girl that lived in their garage, right? It was family. Um, and we had fucking cool as memories and just really fun times and Christmases. And I think it was like my first time where I experienced, I learned so much from them, like Christmas. I think one Christmas we sat around and we all got, we did like a secret Santa kind of thing. And then we all got our presents and I started like unwrapping mine already. And they're like, what are you doing? Like we go one by one and everyone watches and stuff. And I'm like, ah, like, you know, cause you guys know I didn't celebrate Christmas growing up. So I don't really know, you know, what was the procedure? <laughs> what was the procedure? You know? Um, so yeah, they taught me so much and, um, you know, I came from the hood <laughs> as well. So just different things. There was just funny things that, you know, I would say and they'd be like, no, or they'd teach me about. So yeah, it was so beautiful. And um, also as well, when I got fired from, um, oh, I just realized the camera is falling. 
sorry if you are listening to the podcast you're probably like what's happening but the camera just fell so i'm just gonna pick that up for our youtube watches um so yeah and when i got fired from being a flight attendant at qantas um her mum was that was actually the one um who came to the meetings that we had and really advocated and stood up for me because i was really you know at, at that time i don't think i was not who you see today i wasn't very confident in myself or i wouldn't stand up for myself and i would just cry like i cried a lot um and really didn't know my rights or anything like that so she came to all those meetings she spoke for me uh, really advocated for me and in my side and how amazing i am and why i should keep the job and she was even to the point where i'm gonna take this further like you know so she's freaking incredible um you know amazing amazing mother figure um to me so it was beautiful to witness you know her wedding and to hang out with all the family um see my best friend and one of the other girls nicole and hang out with jess which is her brother and you know meet her husband's family and stuff it was just a really really beautiful time um so that was incredible the cruise itself if i just so many people have asked me about this would you recommend it and i'll just quickly say um we were on a nine day cruise i think if you are going to book a cruise make sure you book during good weather because the weather was quite bad um there were moments where the boat was freaking shaking like crazy it took a while to get like i don't get seasick often or at all um but on the first day i was feeling i was like wowzers and i had to get um seasick tablets for mets as well because he is really feeling it he got quite sick um but yeah you actually like i thought we wouldn't feel the movements of the boats but you feel it you wake up in the morning you're just swaying side to side um so if you have motion sickness i don't know if i would recommend it um but yeah the weather wasn't that good so there weren't really much days where the sun was shining all day it's always windy because obviously we're on a boat we're sailing in the middle of the ocean and trying to get to another place so there was a lot of wind um but i think it was like it's fun there's activities on board you know you have your accommodation you travel to other places all your food is like included in the price i think me and Mets we paid about two thousand dollars roughly each and we had a balcony room um and balcony room was really good for <laughs> we didn't really use it that much because it was really windy but for moments where we would go in the pool and then we'd leave like our wet clothes outside to dry and then we'd come back and they were dry um one day i actually went back and because it was windy as and i was like oh my gosh i forgot about my clothes it was like my underwear and stuff like that <laughs> that i was washing in the basin because i didn't go down and wash my clothes whatever and then i went out and they were like flowing everywhere i was like i hope nothing went into the ocean or to the next door neighbors or anything like that um but yeah there was cool things on board i played bingo for the first time which was so much fun um i would love if anyone out there wants to go do a bingo night i would so be there can i get a whale whale if you've been on the cruise you know what i'm talking about oh it was so much fun um they have like quiz and trivias and stuff like that but i feel like I, I, like after a few days you kind of get sick of it and you're like can i just get off so um we managed we were supposed to go to four ports we managed to go to two uh one we didn't get to because of the weather and then the second one we didn't get to go to because there was a mayday um alert and we had to go rescue a guy um which is like also like 
we saved a life, but also it was kind of like, damn, like two ports we didn't get to go to. Obviously we would rather save a life, but um, I never thought that there was, like I never thought about the fact that we may not be able to get off the boat, you know? Um, so that was really interesting. Nine days on, you know, traveling or on a boat. Um, just to roughly wrap things up, I could probably say so much more, but I probably wouldn't do it again. <laughs> I think the beautiful thing about it, like if it was just me and Mets, I think we would really be over it. But the beautiful thing was that there was family on board and stuff like that. So I just hung out with the girls and the fams, you know, the whole time. And that was really cool to, you know, build those memories and have chats and catch up. And it was such a cool way to do it. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I wouldn't say it's a way to travel. If you're going because you want to travel and you want to see these places, um, it wouldn't be the way to go because by the time like we went to New Caledonia we got off the boat maybe around 8 or 9 a.m and then we had to be back at like 4 or 5 p.m I think maybe even sooner so you don't get much time at the actual place um we went on like a quick tour around New Caledonia and stuff and hung out at the town center and stuff but yeah, you don't really get to see the place and immerse yourself in the culture and hang out with the locals and go to restaurants and all those kinds of things that you normally do would do when you traveled. So it's kind of like I can say, yeah, I've been to New Caledonia, I've been to Vanuatu, but I probably like I don't know much about it because I didn't get much time there. So if you're going for that fact, I think that wouldn't be a good way to travel. Um, but if you've got kids or you're elderly and stuff like that, I think it's an awesome way to travel. You know, they've got kids club. They've always got activities and stuff on for the kids and for the adults as well. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really cool um, time. But yeah, I don't want to talk about the cruise too much. I've already taken so much time um, talking about the cruise. But yeah, I had a wonderful, wonderful time. I spent some time in New Zealand as well with my family, um, which was, it was so beautiful, honestly. And, you know, just, I think in this trip, I really saw how much I have grown going back um so when i went back it was just learning a lot about what was happening while i'm away and stuff and obviously i talked to my family over the phone and stuff like that but there's nothing like seeing them in person and hearing what's going on and really feeling it and all the things and when i first got there there was i feel like there's always tears with me but there was tears uh right from the start because i couldn't believe like what i was hearing and what was going on in my family and i felt like you know i was so distanced and you know i was not a part like i wasn't there i didn't i wasn't a part of what was happening i didn't know like what was going on i didn't know you know and I felt really bad and I did have a little, you know, moment where I just cried and was like, yo, I'm sorry, like I haven't been here um, and I'm sorry that, you know, I haven't been here. But my facado or, or what I did over the few years was, you know, moving away from Mel, uh, moving away from New Zealand to Melbourne was a really good thing. And I, I ran away initially, you know, because I got fired from my dream job. But once I got here, it was like, fuck, like, this is actually really good for me. I could find out who I am away from my family because, you know, I'm from, you know, a big family. We're always taught put family first, you know, to the point where I felt like we knew we were so involved and I think a bit too much involved in each other's lives. And, you know, there was in dramas and there's just just so much and you're just 
yeah, always doing things for someone else and not putting yourself first and whatever you needed, you'd put it to the back and all this kind of stuff. And you wouldn't really have moments to sit down and work on yourself and think about what you're thinking and all these things because you were just immersed in your family. So moving away, it was good because I got to figure out who I was outside of my family. And I think this is something we all need to do. We need to figure out who we are outside of our relationships, our family, our kids, our work, our labels, all of that. Who are you at your core, right? And moving away to Melbourne really allowed me to do that. It allowed me to sit still and quiet and loneliness and work on the thoughts that were coming up and you know trauma and what I liked and what I disliked and my hobbies and you know really building me up and that's how I found a coach and all these kinds of things it was at my darkest moments where I sat you know in in that loneliness right so um you know moving away was such a beautiful thing but I think what I went from, you know, the facade or the thought of, yeah, I've got to move away. I've got to put myself first. I've got to get myself good, you know, and I did that so much to an extent where I was just so pulled out, so pulled away, so distanced from my family that I didn't really know what was going on. So when I came back, it was like, holy shit. Like, it was like, I just realized like, whoa, I am so like, I'm out there in my own bubble doing my own thing, you know? Um, and it was good in a sense, but it was also quite sad because I was like, I've pulled myself so far back, but now I want to come help. I want to help and support. And I always say, put yourself first, you know, fill your cup, fill your cup first, get yourself when you're good, then you can come back for others. And I think this moment, you know, when I was sitting there hearing what was happening and stuff, it was the moment where I was like, okay, I'm good now to come back for others and to support and all those things. And I just said to my sisters, I was like, fuck like we need to be a village we need to get around each other we need to support each other we need to help each other through these hard moments through the hard things that are going on and I don't think we've ever really done that you know before it's been you know like yeah we haven't rallied together and had hard conversations and all the things right so saying that as well like me being like okay I'm here now what can I do how can I help because I'm good you know that was um, I think it was like, like a moment in time for me as well. And, um, it was only because like, I'm mentally good now, you know, the old me, I feel like if I would have went back and heard everything that I heard, I would have tried to take it on and take it on as my problems and trying to fix everyone and do all these things and, you know, sacrificing my life to help other people and stuff. But me going back now, it's like, I know what's going on. You know, I have the, I'm mentally good you know, to, um, kind of hear things out, support people and stuff. But I know that like, there's nothing I can do, right. I can't control, you know, we have trouble controlling our own damn selves. How are we going to control a whole nother person? Right. So I can't control these people, but what I can do is I can support them. You know, I can help them. I can mentally hear them out. I can say, you know, I see you, I hear you. What do you need? You know, I can help them with way forwards. I can just be there to support because support makes a huge difference. Right. And really rallying together to build this village. So yeah, it was really, it was a different time for me. And I feel like I'm in a different space in my life where, where I can, where I am good to take those things on because in the past I'd be like, yo, like, I'm sorry, but I'm going back because like, I got to get me good first. Right. And I feel like I'm really good and I'm in a good space where it doesn't, you know, um, what's the word? It doesn't, uh, disrupt my life, you know, 
obviously you know like a lot lot, when things are going on with your family you feel the feels and and all the things but I don't allow it to be my problem or that I have to fix it it's like no I can support you um to help you you know get to where you want to be and I think that's what we we do sometimes that we take other people's problems on as our own and it's like it's not our problem you know it's not our thing it's not our fight to fight right um so yeah it was just such a beautiful beautiful time and me and my sisters we just had so many amazing conversations and i have a video as well where like every night we were pretty much getting together in one of my sister's rooms and just lying on the bed and sitting in circle really and just you know talking things out talking about how we feel talking about you know plans of action and how we can make a way forward to help one another and you know we'd do that for a day and be like how did it go what's the debrief what happened how can we support you further what do you need what can we do what can we change you know there were tears there were so many things you know talking about the past like it was just such a beautiful beautiful thing and this is Oh, this is going to make me emotional, but this is the work, you know, the work that I've been doing that my sisters do, you know, and oh, my sisters are so freaking wise as well. Like, but this is it. And, and, uh, what's the word? And this is the, what's the word when it's like something is affected by what your, what your actions, right? This is the, I don't know. I, need, I feel like I need to do this with my hands. Like the, this is the, I guess it's, yeah, this is, you know, the impact that you working on yourself can do, right? It can help your sisters. It can heal generational negative cycles, right? Where growing up, we didn't talk about shit. We didn't sit in circle and talk about our problems and cry them out and ask if, you know, where we can help and what solutions can we do and all this. This is breaking that. It's like we used to shove shit under the rug, you know, a big fight would happen and we'd never talk about it again. Or, you know, there'd be dramas or people would be talking behind each other's back and it wasn't out in the open you know and we'd really struggle to confront one another or just talk about you know you know actually that that wasn't good what you did or I don't like the way you're doing that and shit like that like we were breaking that and we continue to do so and I think this is the impact of the work that I've been doing you know the work that you know it's, it's like yeah, the work that I've been doing and my sisters and stuff have been doing, this is the impact of it, that we are breaking those generational cycles. And this is what you can do in your life as well. If you're not working on yourself or you're thinking, like, I want to work on myself, but, you know, I can't and all this. Think about your kids. Think about future generations. Think about your siblings, especially if you have younger siblings. My younger siblings, when I talk to them, I'm like, you guys are so fucking wise. Like, I learned so much from them and we were also having a conversation at like how we were like well if you're younger you know you need to listen to me because I'm older or like I'm the boss because I'm the mum, like stuff like that and it's like no sometimes you can learn so much from kids and I learn so much from my younger sisters they just yeah they honestly teach me so much and you can learn from anybody you're not better or bigger or there's no hierarchy you know breaking that hierarchy that we have that you know you're a child so be seen and not heard and don't talk and all the things it's like no please talk talking to my nephews and nieces please tell me you know please call me out you know my 
some of my nieces and nephews, honestly, they're just like answer, asking questions with everything. And I'm like, damn, when I was your age, there was no questions asked. It was like, if you were told to get in the car, you would get in the car. You wouldn't know where you're going or whatever, right? Um, but they're like, no, but why are we doing that? And why, why do I have to go to bed at this time? But why? But why? But why? But why? And it's like, fuck, you have to answer that, like, right? Like, you wouldn't not answer it if it was somebody else. Like, treat them like a person because they are a person and they're a beautiful person and they mean so much to you so and you're teaching them you know yeah you're just teaching them really good habits communication communication is so so important you know a lot of the things that we came up with was like okay cool let's do this but it's communication and it's cool you know there were some conversations we had and I had a conversation with my sisters as well um about you know, things that I do and they were like, why, you know, um, I'm being really like, I'm not really talking like names or actual things. And it's just because I think it's, um, firstly, I can't really out anybody else's business, but for me, it's still things that I'm currently working on. And I don't really talk about things unless I've fully worked on them. Um, because I want to talk from a healed place as opposed to, you know, um, my, my coach talks about like i don't know where she got it from either but i don't think it was hers but like imagine you have like uh what's the word uh what why are these words not you know you've got a knife cut in your arm right and it's bleeding and your arm's bleeding and you're trying to talk from that bleed you know from the knife the pouring blood the franticness the stressed out the worry all that kind of stuff um imagine you're trying to talk from that but instead what about when it's a scar? And I've actually got a scar here on my arm from a time when I pushed a window open. And yeah, anyways, um, so talking from that scar, it's already healed up and you're just talking from it, right? And I like to talk from from the scar. And I think at the moment it's a bit of a bleeding wound. That's a, a wound, right? Um, so anyways, they were asking me a questions about some a certain situation that's happening in my life at the moment. And I, you know, just told them, you know, everything and cried and all the things and really went deep into my reasoning and why, I, you know, all the things, right? And they were all like, wow, like they had no idea, you know, and I thought that they knew, I thought that we had that conversation before, but obviously I didn't break down that way or I didn't go as deep as I did. And they were like, wow, I can understand why you're that way. Or I can understand you a lot better now, like stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, the power, like just communication, and getting really raw and vulnerable and just letting it out and telling people how you feel and all the things right um so yeah i feel like i just wanted um to just do a little podcast um update on you know how the cruise went and the holiday and stuff but also just a reminder to put yourself first um to find yourself outside of these labels outside of your family your friends and all of that kind of stuff if you feel like you know you're not getting anywhere or you know there's things you want to do in your life but you can't do them because of these people or whatever it's like pull yourself you know, out and make time for you, whether it's 50 minutes or 50 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour a day, an hour a week, just something to work on yourself and figure out who you are outside of all these things. And then also, if you have kind of pulled yourself away so much that you're like, damn, like you don't know what's going on or whatever, and you feel good in yourself and you feel like you're in a good space to kind of go back and 
you know, help other people out, please go help them out if that's what you want to do. Um, go help and support your people because, yeah, like I said, it was like I pulled myself so far away that I just figured out like, oh, shit, I'm good now to go back. I'm good. You know, it's good. It's safe. And, you know, at the moment I'm mentally well and all the things, you know, to help and support. And it might change in the future where I might be like, you know what, this is a bit too much. I've got to go because um, I need to, you know, protect my energy. I need to protect my peace. But I'll be back, fam. I'll be back when I'm good, but I need to make sure I'm good first before I can help anyone else. And I make sure you put on your oxygen mask first before you try help others with putting their oxygen masks on, right? Um, so yeah, that is everything I wanted to talk about. You know, breaking generational cycles is uh, chef's kiss. When I think about it, I'm like, that's what it's all about. Breaking these generational cycles, negative ones. Um, and yeah, just um, teaching, you know, the generations to come better ways to, to communicate and to better their lives and to have happier lives and fulfilling lives and purposeful lives and yeah, amazing, amazing lives. So that's all from me. Uh, thank you for listening as always. And we'll chat next week. Ka kite, kia. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. That was a whole bunch of fire, if I do say so myself. <laughs> if you love that episode as much as I did, please go and rate and review us. This helps us so much with getting our episodes out there. I would also love if you come over to Instagram at soextra.underscore underscore. Send me a DM. Tell me what you thought of this episode. Better yet, take a screenshot and tag us. Oh my gosh, that would mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much. And just a reminder, our episodes come out every Tuesday. Can't wait to talk to you then.